Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellery. Today, we're joining the cult. Ryan Gill joins the podcast to talk about one of the most unique and successful conferences in Canada. Welcome to the podcast, Ryan. Thanks uh, very much for sharing your time with us. Thanks, David. Can you tell me a little bit, uh, and I guess everyone else, a little bit about yourself? Who are you and what do you do? Yeah, sure. Um, For those that uh, are listening, my name is Ryan Gill. I'm an entrepreneur uh, first, I guess, and now a vlogger and uh, pretty active in social media under the hat the at sign or my handle is Ryan Gill share. So I put out daily content every day, except Saturday doing that for about 12 months now. Enjoyed that, but I actually started doing that to serve my other needs of running uh, four different companies and I needed to scale myself. And so (laughs) I turned to social media and to vlogging as a way to stay connected with my staff. And it turned into something uh, pretty special. And it's uh, connected with lots of people. But my day-to-day roles are I'm the uh, co-founder and um, partner of Cult Collective, which is a North American engagement firm. We actually do probably 80 or 90% of our business in the U.S., working with companies like Home Depot uh, in Atlanta or Zappos in Vegas, Keurig out of Boston. And so we're a proud Canadian company that does most of our work uh, with our friends uh, down south. Um, I've recently in the last 18 months stepped down as the president of that company. Uh, I was president and founder for almost eight years. And uh, any, if you're an entrepreneur out there listening, the holy grail is to let it run itself. And so I've arrived at that level and I don't participate in day to day, but the firm is still very successful and um, I'm, I'm a proud owner my baby still and then i'm uh, also the founder of uh something called the gathering david which you know about we were going to chat about it but we got sidetracked and, and so busy but it's a global marketing it's actually a global business summit now uh it started out as a marketing summit but it's just touched so many people and we've had doctors dentists oil and gas people moms uh come to be inspired by these brands that touch culture in a way that's much more than just a transactional relationship it's a cult brand the people buy into these brands they don't just buy from them so we started the gathering seven years six years ago we're going into our seventh year and it was a couple hundred people and now it's uh between music it's a music festival as well between music and summit there's close to three thousand people that come every year from around the world and so that took off and we weren't expecting it to uh and then i have a crypto mining business which is kind of super on uh, autopilot I just got involved in crypto and Bitcoin because I still believe it's it, something will happen there. Um, but it'll be a long time. My guess is five to six, seven years before it becomes mainstream. But definitely uh, believe in it. And then my day job now, so all of that is running on its own. Uh, and the smarter people than me are running those companies for me. Uh, but my day job now is uh, I'm the CEO of a startup, tech startup called Communo. Uh, which is um, essentially a marketplace for agencies and freelancers that are vetted to connect and for it allows agencies to grow infinitely without having to staff up. And it allows uh, truly good vetted talent to find a home that where they can be treated well. It's, it's a closed community. Clients aren't allowed. It's only agencies and only freelancers. So 
that's a lot, but that's what I do. And my dad, I'm a dad, two awesome girls and a husband. So all that and you, and then you said, ah, you know, I'm not doing enough. I should do daily content piece just to, you know. Yeah. That's also a company. We got, we got three people uh, that work full time on that as well with me. And uh, I've also uh, wrote a couple of books. I'm on my third right now. It's, uh, Fantastic. Oh, amazing. Well, uh, it's really good. Yeah, to connect. I, I say all that stuff because I think people should hear it. Not because I'm, uh, I have pride, but I am proud of what I've done. And if I can do it, a guy that was a high school dropout, you can too. It just takes hard work and following through on your promises. That's the, the message I like to say. You know, you can sign up for a lot of stuff. This might sound really cool, but it's a lot of responsibility. So, yeah. Well, there's always hard work involved for sure. And I can imagine your days are not, uh, not easy days. You know what? They, they aren't, but I, I don't look for that. So actually, I know they're going to be hard. So it's fun. You know, I'm sure, David, you have that too. It's, I've settled into what I'm good at. And it's leadership and, and starting companies. That's what I'm best at. And then I bring people in to run them. And it took me years to get over that insecurity that, you know, I'm a starter. And that those listening people be like, that's flaky. Well, it's not. If being a starter means three, four, five years of something committed, uh, if you're just doing something for a couple of months, that is flaky. Uh, but I just realized a few years ago, that's my strength. And, uh, after two to three, four years of me being the CEO, I'm actually a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to talk a little bit about the gathering because I remember uh, when you started that, uh, it was um, at the time, even it seemed like, wow, this is, this is super ambitious and uh, a big, bold goal. And uh, look at how it's grown. You said yourself, you didn't expect it to grow like that. Yeah. Tell me about the path that the gathering's taken or tell me a little bit about the gathering and, and how it came about and, and where it's gotten to now. I tell people a story about how it came about and we did two very strategic things. This is, this is going to blow your listeners away. So listen up. We picked the venue and we picked the date. And I, I say that, <laughs> I say that it's funny. Uh, but once you do that, when we pick, when we picked the venue, we had to put a deposit down. And so it just, Although it was ambitious what we were about to do, we couldn't, we could fail, but we had, we had picked the date and we picked the venue and, and put the down payment. So we had, we were, if you play poker at all, for those listening, it's being called pot committed. And so I was in fully before it was even close to happening. So we had to make it happen. And Did you have anyone lined up at that time? No, no, we had an idea. And, uh, and we had no one lined up for speaking. We had an idea about, hey, we should invite the cult, most cult-like brands. Uh, and then um, and we had no one coming either. And so the, as the, the myth goes, and it's the truth, we, we had about 200 people come the first year. And I think 150 of them, like, we bribed to come. <laughs> and, and, uh, and they were our friends and family uh, to fill the room. So I, 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 I'm not joking. Um, and so – but. But we knew, but even those people we bribed to come, I'm not saying we did that, but we basically gave our tickets away. Um, why we did that is we needed to fill the room for the speakers, but then we over-delivered on the, ex- the experience, the, even that first year. Because we were only going to do it one year. And uh, we just over-delivered, and the people that were there said, you have to do it again. So it, we kind of accident- accidentally became successful. And then it just went double, double. It's just started growing and compounding. And uh, like I said, over 3,000 people came this year. 
Now, there's nothing like it in Canada for sure. Maybe there's something in the states or other places that hold these this large of uh, an idea. Um, did you did you think there was a need? Oh, you must have thought there was a need, but did you see that in the market? Did you go, wow, yeah. how come nothing like this is happening here? Yeah, everyone was. And you're in advertising marketing. We we get it. Um, there's a lot of um, award shows and conferences, and I'm not slamming them that celebrate creativity. But not a lot of them were celebrating courage and the person at the brand. So although this year we brought the LA Lakers and Marvel and Porsche and Yeti and the North Face, and if you were there, people that were there would know we celebrated those brands rightfully, but we celebrated the people behind the brands more than the brands themselves because those are the people that make sacrifices. And it's very easy for us to understand uh, – awards for sports, football, hockey, for personal athletes, because they put in the effort and they work hard and they go to practice. Well, guess what? To become the president of the LA Lakers, do you think that guy had to make some sacrifices? Yes. Do you think the CMO, uh, the CMO at Marvel to get to her level? Yes. So we, at the award show, uh, that's a very, the award show is a very small part of the uh, program. At the very end, we really honor the people behind the brands and it, it's been a powerful thing that, again, we just invented this. All awards are invented, by the way, those listening. Uh, we invented this, but there's lots of meaning behind it now. And so did we plan on it being this way? And did we see a need? Yes. I felt that and we were very lucky to have people from South by Southwest on our board early on, and they still are today. There's a train going by, so hopefully it doesn't, uh, That's all right. hopefully it doesn't get picked up too much. Um, we felt like South by Southwest, even though they were – advisors to us in building our event. Um, South by Southwest became too much of a, have you ever been David? I have not been. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, I call it an oasis of optimism when I go mm-hmm. there. Um, but it's became a, too much of a party for me in a way. They've lost their way a bit, but then on the other end of the spectrum, you have Ted or TEDx talks, which are amazing too, but sometimes they're a bit too cerebral for the average listener and to do over many days, it, it can be tiresome. You walk away, get it. You can't, your brain can only handle so many mind blowing meta. <laughs> yeah. And so I felt if Ted and TEDx and South by Southwest had a baby, they would create the gathering. So that was our, that was our idea. So there's, some, there's a good amount of partying and, and, and celebration, but there's also these really deep talks at the gathering that you leave inspired. People say the gathering is a very soulful experience. Um, yeah, you learn some business things, but that's secondary to leaving. Not inspired. It's a very different thing. You just feel like I was with some good people. I was around good vibe mm-hmm. for so many days. And when you, you know, hanging out with people, when that stuff rubs off on you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it does. So yeah. It's been an honor. We've had 47 brand, 47, 52 brands come over the six years now going into our seventh year. And actually you're in Saskatchewan, right? Yeah. We had one of the first year we had the Saskatchewan Rough Riders as one of our helpers. I recall, yeah, I, I uh, remember that. So, what was the um, what was the highlight for you this year? Yeah, for me, it's a, such a hard thing. It's such a cliche thing, though. Well, I don't know. Uh, first of all, because I'm going around from press event to press event and an interview, so I actually don't get to take in a lot of a lot of the talks. But there's two ones that stood out to me that I did get to take in: um, Tony Hawk. So Tony Hawk, for those listening that don't know him, he's a skateboarder. <laughs> um, we, we honored him with uh, 
personal cult brand of the year. So personal brand, lifetime achievement. And so when we honor these people, we'll be honoring them going forward. They have to be around for at least two decades. So it kind of X's out the Kim Kardashians of the world or those, and they're not bad people that just, who are these? Yeah. Who's got the longevity to keep going? When we did this list this year, it it got pretty short, pretty fast. And Tony Hawk, you know, is very cool and very relevant with 50 year olds. And he's very cool and very relevant with 15 year olds. That's when you know you have something special. And, and uh, so he was, he was amazing. I interviewed him personally. So it's, it's, it's kind of like sitting down with, um, Michael Jordan or, you know, Magic Johnson or Wayne Gretzky and potentially even bigger because skateboarding is a global sport. It, it doesn't, it's not, you know, hockey's very North American, basketball, North American, maybe in the UK a bit, but talking to him was amazing. And he really, well, the cool a- thing about a guy like uh, Tony Hawk is he crosses into snowboard culture too. Like, Correct. Yeah. And culture and, and just um, urban culture, fashion. Clothing, yeah. All yeah. of it. So, uh, that was very cool. I actually don't get it. I interview people all the time and I don't get nervous. And I was definitely nervous for that interview, um, in a good way, not nervous because of who he was. I still think he's a human, but just cause I wanted to do good by the audience, like ask the questions they would want to ask. And I think I did. Okay. Anyways, you have to ask the audience. The second one was, um, Tom Herpsch. I want to say his name right. He's the CMO of the North face. And I think he was one of the more favorite talks of the event. Um, because he was so authentic and that brand is authentic. And um, he just told some compelling stories, how he had in one year he had lost talk about how we don't really celebrate the creativity of the North face. That's kind of a given, but what goes into making those ads, what goes into creating, keeping that brand, the cult like brand. And, you know, he lost two of his key people in one year to, I think to cancer. I don't want to ruin the story. I think they both in one year, and uh, he talked about what that's like. And um, that really touched everyone, you know, and they still have to keep going forward and building the brand and doing good by those colleagues. And um, it was a powerful moment. And so those are the things that happen uh, at the gathering. It's just, you know, lots of, they're 40 minute sessions, 20 minute talk, 20 minute moderation. Um, we don't do any panels because I think that's lazy. Uh, so we, the, a lot of these people that give talks aren't professional speakers. Yeah. So you get them really raw. Anyways, oh, that's uh, I'm going to put you on the spot then. Cause you've had, uh, that's, those are two amazing people. You've had yeah. 52, as you said, amazing people yeah. over the, over the course of those years, what stands out for you? Two other things. So, uh, 2018, um, she was an honoree, the CMO of Las Vegas Tourism, was an honoree the first year, actually, of the year that Saskatchewan Rough Riders were part of it. And she has been coming back. So not only do people, David, that come, the big brands that come, get ins- uh, not only do the attendees get inspired, I'd say 80%, 90% of the honorees come back year after year and they bring their teams. I think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders were there this year, too, like, yeah, so, I, a few of them were there, yeah. Kathy Tall has continued to come back for six years as an attendee. But then last year we asked her to speak again. It was right on the heels of uh, the horrible uh, massacre that happened in Vegas. And so imagine being the CMO of that brand at that time. And she told these compelling stories about how they had to hand the brand over to the people of Vegas and the visitors and 
I just feel like they did it. If you can do a masterful job of dealing with that, they did. And I'll never forget her talk. Um, it was amazing. I think you can watch it on the gathering website, how they manage that. That was uh, one very memorable moment. Um, definitely Dana White um, coming from the UFC. He came and spoke uh, four years ago. You know, he built that. He bought that business with a couple partners for $2 million, sold it for $4 billion. Let me know where I can sign up for that type of investment. <laughs> yeah, and probably your listeners too. Um, but he just brought, he didn't talk about fighting, didn't talk about, but he talked about brand and building a company and how building a company, which is the premise of the gathering, it, it's not, you don't build a company on advertising or marketing, but per se, but people don't understand that marketing is four P's, right? And everyone focuses on promotion. So it goes back to your very first question. There's, is there things out there? There's con and there's, you know, Toronto ad. There's all these things that celebrate creativity, but promotion is a very small piece of building a great company. Uh, but marketing has three other P's. So product, uh, you know, uh, pricing, and that's very important, and distribution or placement. And he really talked about his other three and how that built his, his brand. And it was amazing to hear from the guy himself, right? So over the years, we've had Converse and Levi's there, and they're, I'm like kind of rattling them off like they're nothing. But the founders weren't there. With, with UFC, Dana White was there, and uh, it meant, that meant a lot. So how does, uh, how does Ryan do this? Like how, what do you, over the course, how does that success, how does it grow? Like what, what is your path? And, and I mean, right from the first year you had a, a great lineup. Um, yeah. Was there a turning point where you went and all of a sudden you, or do you just feel confident that you can reach out to these people and invite them? And Now, now we have a lineup. Um, so as far as I think your question is around, how do we keep getting good speakers and how do we one up ourselves? That's the, that is this success is hard. Staying successful is harder <laughs> for the listeners out there. And I think you get that point, David. Of, um, so how do we do it now? We have cash. It's, it's an honor to come in the future. Yeah. We were convincing people to come. So the lineup already for next year is going to be impressive. Um, we're actually considering now um, one of the things is cult brands. We wanted to be, who are the cult brands now like who, which ones are oh, we've been very lucky uh when i say now like relevant in whatever year we're in and so we might bring back the harleys we might bring back the rough fighters if they're having a big year again if their brand's doing something special um so we have uh now we get hundreds if not thousands of uh applications from brands around the world and you can imagine my life and journey i've been on the on the agency side my whole life now i'm kind of out of that world and now I'm calling up, I'll, I won't say some of the names, but I have to phone them up and be like, sorry, you didn't win this year uh, because no one likes working at your company. So the different, we have, we have an 18 point scorecard. So it's not just me and a cool brand. It's do people like working there? Are you making money? How's your social media presence? Um, what are, you know, what are some big wins lately? What, uh, what's your uh, stock at? Like there's all these things that factor in. And so we used to do that by hand, literally by, we would phone them, we would, do the scorecard and we would rank them. Now we're very lucky and big shout out to IBM. We have a partnership with IBM Watson globally uh, that what, what used to take us eight months to go through the list of 
potential winners. Now Watson does that in seconds. And so it gives us, spits out this data. We inputted our 18-point checklist, which is our secret sauce, but I told you some of the things. Uh, and they're all nuanced. They all have different weighting. Uh, but by the way, those listening, to become a cult brand, num- your number one, uh, and we've done this now for years, and I wrote a book on it called Fix. It's right behind me. You can't see it if you're on the podcast. But we've studied the most cult-like brands in the world and wrote a book on it. The number one thing to build a great company is do your customers or do your employees love working working there? Are they your biggest fans? And that doesn't matter if you're an agency or a FedEx or you're a uh, you know a hotel chain. It doesn't matter. Your first customer is your employees. And all these cult brands, doesn't mean they're perfect, but if those cult brands were to be shut down one day or they were going broke, their, their employees would stand at the door and say, no, 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 you're not taking this brand from me. So I don't know how we got off on that. Oh, so now uh, IBM helps us, uh, um, I guess, sift through the data to find out who's the most. So I'll give you a bit of a teaser. So this is, this is an exclusive here. Uh, That was my next question. It's an exclusive. So uh, the the names that are bubbling to the top for this year are uh, Coca-Cola, which is crazy. They were up a few years ago and they didn't do too well in some of the scoring, but they're doing better. Uh, McDonald's, Nike, uh, Victoria's Secret. uh, They just gave me the list of ones that were hitting up high. Uh, I've heard of a couple of those. Netflix. Um, and Netflix is struggling a bit but right now. but uh, So the next year is going to be incredible. Um, and then we don't release the personal brand winner until November. We kind of keep that as our uh, – because actually – and also we, we actually don't even need it. The, the event sells out in like – it happens in February. It sells out in like by September now. So it's crazy. Another thing, you, you mentioned big – we don't want to be the biggest. We want to be the best, right? And we can only get damn small. So we can't – we basically max out. So that, that also makes us special. You, you don't, yeah, yeah, especially in February. It's, it's yeah. pretty crowded up there. Um, so my last question is, uh, what have you learned from uh, putting this together or from even uh, all those amazing people that you've met? Yeah, they're just people. <laughs> and and so am I. I I really believe that uh, it doesn't. And, but they're all people that worked really hard, and um, but have also had a life. Uh, people and you even asked me at the beginning, running four companies and potentially a fifth one if you count my social media. Uh, I actually have a great balanced life. I take eight nine weeks off. Um, I work really hard when I'm on. So I'm just for me, I'm a hundred percent in everything I'm doing at all times. So that when I'm home with my family and kids, I'm hundred percent. When I'm holidays, I, sh- I do try to shut off. It's hard, but I do. But when I'm at work, I just work hard. And I see that in all these people that are successful. And another thing I've found with these great leaders of these cult brands, 99% of them, I would even almost say hundred percent. They're good people. They, they take the long road to success, which is treating people right eating humble pie, you know, when someone does you wrong, just there's no need to burn a bridge. Um, and so I think also that's why the people that attendees that come to the gathering, it attracts so many good people because when they get there, if you're just there to get a deal done, the DNA of the event spits you out. It's not a deal making place. It's like I said, soulful. If it, lots of deals get done, but the down the road, right? There's, yeah. there's lots of stories about deals getting big ones getting done two, three years later. Um, 
So that's, that's what I learned. Um, and I learned just when you, you put your head down and work on something and then you look up six years later and you're like, Holy shit. <laughs> this is yeah. again, being proud. This, this is special. And this is not mine anymore. Like the gathering, everyone looks to me and, I'm thankful for that. I did. I'm not going to try to be fake humble. Like I did start it and I, I put the money up to start it, but it's way past me now. And, and the team, I don't even run it on a day-to-day basis. Um, and the people have made it. And so it's one of those, I call it a juggernaut and we have a 25 year plan. We're six years in. So we're just babies. And so we just got to keep it. We got to keep it good for the people, especially Canada for Canada. Have some, I guess I'm proud of that. Because it, it it can, I think it will be the thing that replaces, as far as prestige uh, and meaning, it'll replace con. That's why. Yeah, you should be proud. It's it, it's a marquee event and certainly one that, um, you know, puts puts us on the map in that way. Yes. Um, you mentioned that there's some videos online. How can people find anything about The Gathering or connect with yourself? Or Yeah, let's start with The Gathering. So The Gathering is www dot cultgathering.com so www.cultgathering.com you can go and watch all the videos from all the years all you need to do with us listeners is give us your email that's how you pay so then you get on our annoying email list <laughs> it's a good value exchange um yeah no kidding and for me uh so i'm on all platforms um, so almost so twitter facebook instagram we put out daily content uh at ryan gill shares Ryan Gill shares. And then on just on, I do a lot of shows on LinkedIn, like native to LinkedIn. And so it's just Ryan Gill on LinkedIn. Uh, hit me up. I try to respond to everybody. And uh, I have a team that helps me kind of find who, who really wants to engage, but yeah, man, that's it. Thanks again, Ryan. It was really great to talk to you and I really appreciate you taking some time for us. You too. And, and, and if you want to do this next year, just for listeners, you want, we have a podcast booth that we built there spent a lot of money on it. If you wanted to do a couple of shows there next year, just cause we became friends over this. So you're welcome to come and show up and do a couple of shows and grab a couple of the speakers and have your own little content there. Oh, that's a super cool idea. Yeah. I'm in. I'll see you there. Yeah, man. All right. Thanks, Ryan.